Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 271 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Becca. And um, Becca writes, My dream is to become a proficient at playing hymns on the organ after years of not playing. Piano was my concentration of study. Besides serious practice, the following three things are holding me back. 1. Finding the best approach to reacquainting myself with playing the organ in general. 2. Need to refresh the technique of playing the foot pedals. 3. A better understanding of the use of registration in hymn playing. Hmm. So Becca wants to become better uh, at playing hymns on the organ, which is really nice for liturgy, right, Osha? True. And that's why she needs a good pedal technique, because it's so important to play hymns with a pedal. Because it gives, you know, nice support for congregational singing. How did you understand this part of the question? Uh, besides serious practice, the following three things are holding me back. Uh, what, do you, what does she mean, besides serious practice? That she does not practice seriously yet. That's how I understand it. Mm. Interesting. So she needs to find more motivation to sit down on the organ bench then? Yes, I think so. Hmm. First of all, I would suggest picking up a challenge, either internal challenge or external challenge. What do you think? That might help. With internal challenge, I could say she could, uh, she could, uh, let's pick a pick a goal, right, to to practice for let's say 30 days non-stop for every day, let's say for starters. Right, that would be her challenge, and um, probably on the calendar she would mark each day when she sit, sits down on the bench, and that would help her keep track of her practice and uh, don't break this pattern. Yes, that might be you know very helpful and interesting. 
Now I think know about that uh, first thing that shrines finding the best approach to reacquainting myself with playing the organ in general and then she talks about you no know, playing the foot pedals. I would not separate these two points, the first one and the second one, because if you know if you are playing the organ, then pedal is you no know, a part of playing the organ. Pedals are like as the third hand. I know, so you would not need to separate these two mm-hmm. points. That's my opinion. Uh, that's understandable because piano was her concentration years ago, and uh, when she starts to practice the organ now, uh, her piano background comes up, you know, and um, she still thinks about organ playing in terms of keyboard playing, not not. Uh, pedal playing so much but you know in that case she just needs to do more exercises with pedal uh, would uh, him playing help her improve pedal playing too? sure of course like um, maybe play any voice on the pedals that's right but then she needs to she would need to do the pedalic uh, marking on the on the hymnals on the hymns correctly, so that she could know exactly which foot to use. That's right. So the more she will, you know, work with the pedals, the better she will get. Right, um, and then uh, probably registration in him playing needs to be approached um, from the angle of text painting, right? Yes, of text painting, but first of all, no, she needs to see uh, for whom she will accompany and does she play these hymns. Because uh, how large the building is, how large the congregation is, and you no, know, do we sing loudly or not? So all these you know things needs to be kept in consideration. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if, if there are, like, ten people attending church and you will play piano, the hymn, it will not be good. And, you know, also, you know, if the hundreds, uh, you know, people attend church and you will play softly on the flutes only, this will not also be good. So you need to keep correct balance. People need to hear organ, but no, we don't need to be overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. So, generally speaking, um, a few principal stops would normally be suited f- for a company, any type of hymn, right? That's right. One, two, three, like eight, four, and two feet. That's right. And then, of course, as you mentioned first, you need to look at the text. What you know, him text is talking about, because you also um, will not keep the uh, the same registration throughout the hymn. Let's say the hymn has like five verses, mm-hmm. so you need to change res- registration, you know, for them. Most of the organs have a couple of manuals at least, so she could jump from manual to manual. Oh, if you have no pistons on your organ, you can use them. To know to set up the program in advance. And then look at the text, what the hymn is talking about. Right. Is it appropriate to, to use um, mixtures when playing the hymns? 
Well, I would use mixtures only very occasionally on very solemn occasions. For example, for maybe Christmas Eve service, when there are more people than usually at the church. Mm-hmm. And you need them, you know, to support congregational singing. But, but, but you know, you always need to check. Because it might be too much, adding mixtures. Don't you think so? All right. Uh, maybe for the last stanza... Yes. Mm-hmm. What about the reeds? Would reeds work? Trumpet? Bombarde? Also the same as you no know, mixture. You only use them very rarely. Uh-huh. Maybe for Eastern. Right. What about uh, 16 foot in the manuals? Again, it depends you know, how acoustically the church works and how many people there are. If it's a large church and a lot of people and your mixtures are not as bright and uh, pitched l- lower... Then yes, then mm-hmm. you could use the 16 foot mm-hmm. in the manuals. To add more, more gravity. That's right. Because, you know, I remember once when I played you know, Christmas service at Chris Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska, where there were so many people that I played you know, the full organ And I could st- still not hear it. So, we need to look to a particular you know, situation. Have you ever played the hymns with flutes? Yes, actually I had. When we had, like, you know, small service, like evening services, for example, in the chapel, an organ was small and, you know, there were, room was small and there were few people, then yes, of course. Why not? What about the strings? Yes, I would use them too. During Lent? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or no, for the hymns that, yes, in general, softer character. For, for example, you know, if the hymn talks about gentle Mary, definitely you will not use mixtures and you no know, reeds and maybe fewer principles. You know what would be suitable for uh, strings? I think uh, some of the Gregorian chant. Yes, because there are, you know, even in the Protestant hymnals, there are hymns based on Gregorian chant. Mm-hmm. So definitely we need to be played softer because the character is, you no know, gentle and soft. All right. And, you know, usually when we have these special seasons like... Uh, Advent and Lent, we play more, you know, subtle repertoire and softer, softer hymns. Because, you know, the text talks about, you know, either, you know, awaiting of Jesus' birth or, you know, about suffering, especially during Holy Week, a week before Easter. So you need to use when softer stops and you know to save the louder stops for for you know for Easter morning. Good. I hope this was helpful to people, right? Well I hope so. So guys please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember when you practice miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. 
where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.